Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Sarah Beckner about her wedding aboard the Disney Dream cruise ship. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose a cruise collection wedding and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Sarah. Hey, Carrie. How are you? I am great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I would love to find out how you and your fiancé decided that you wanted to be married on the Disney Cruise Line. I have always been a huge Disney person, always loved it, always followed the like Pinterest pages of the all the Disney fine art photographers and started seeing all these beautiful weddings and thought, oh my gosh, those are all so amazing, but never something we're actually going to do in real life, right? And we actually got engaged in Disney World. We both took a vacation to go down there and run the Princess Half Marathon. And he ended up proposing at California Grill right in front of the Happily Ever After fireworks. And it was just beautiful and magical and amazing. And the waiter that we had at California Grill asked, oh, you guys are going to come back here for the wedding. And that kind of put it in my mind that, oh, now is actually a good time to start thinking about a wedding. And maybe a Disney wedding is something we can do. But we're both active duty military. And so our families are all over the place, all over the country. And so we thought... If we're going to make one side of our family travel, let's just make everybody travel. And the cruise came up because we wanted to do something that was a little bit longer than just a day. Like if people were going to be traveling all the way to Florida, then let's go all the way to the Bahamas. I mean, why not at that point? So, and I had just seen so many beautiful pictures and really, we really wanted to do something tropical because we live in a very northern tier state where it's very cold. So we wanted to go somewhere really warm. That's great. What time of year did you pick? So we went in February of this year, actually, which is like, oh, oh, you went in February of this year, did you? It was right before the coronavirus pandemic really started to pick up. And so we were really lucky with the timing. I had originally wanted to do something like October or maybe even December, but AJ said, we are not going anywhere close to hurricane season to the Bahamas. And I was like, I didn't even think of that. That's a really good point. That's great. So then how did your friends and family react when they found out the wedding was going to be on a cruise? For the most part, our friends and family, the ones that could make it, they were excited. Our our bridal party was definitely excited. I think my mother, I love her so much, but she was definitely hoping pretty much up until the day we got on the ship that I was going to cancel it and we were going to go do something, have a home on land wedding. (sighs) But She came around after seeing how beautiful the ship was. That's wonderful. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? We ended up inviting, I think in all, 
probably 65, 70 people just with all of our families and all of our friends. But we knew a lot of them weren't going to be able to make it. And so we were actually shocked when the 30 guests that we did have. So it was 34 of us in total, so 32 guests that were able to come with us on the ship. We thought, holy crap, this is a lot of people. Wow. I mean, it is for a cruise wedding. Yeah, definitely. So it was it was really cool that they, that many people were able to make it out. And did that change which locations you used for your ceremony and reception? I had always been interested in using the atrium as the ceremony space. I was always banking on that to to be that first location. I wasn't as picky about where we had the reception space. I just, I loved all of the colors in the atrium and it didn't matter to me if we, you know, went somewhere like the Outlook where it's a bunch of beautiful natural light or where we ended up, which was an evolution, which is no natural light, but they have all those really pretty purples and blues and pinks and the light up dance floor. So when we were given that location, I got super excited because I was like, light up dance floor. I didn't really think of that a whole lot. And then I was super excited to have it. So that's, yeah, I wasn't too picky on the reception space so much, but Evolution being one of the places that was offered because of how many guests we had, I I definitely wasn't mad about it. (laughs) Now, did you customize the standard cruise collection package elements like the cake or the bouquet? We did. Originally, they had only emailed me the, the standard package options and so I had I asked for the the premium upgrades one so I'm not sure if they they just send the premium upgrades out to everybody now but I knew that I had wanted to do like a bigger bouquet and that I didn't want to worry about traveling down with silk flowers or fake flowers so I had asked about the flowers and then they had sent me all of the upgrade options so I ended up picking I think it's called the fairy tale what a great name, right? The fairy tale bouquet. It's lots of like peonies and some roses and lots of pinks and whites and that very like Pinteresty look where it looks very full. And it comes with this beautiful brooch on it. I think I've seen a couple people be like, oh, I kept that brooch forever. And I also kept the brooch and they give it to you with a little like gauze around the floral. It was just really beautiful. And then for the cake, they take the floral from your bouquet and they match it on the cake when you get one of the upgraded ones. And so we ended up going with the the naked cake. I forget. Uh, natural elegance is what the cake is called, but it's a naked cake. And they ended up putting the powdered sugar and all of the matching roses and peonies and flowers on it. And two little separate table decorations that also match the bouquet for the ceremony. So those were sort of those upgrades that we got. Oh, that's wonderful. Did you add any land-based options like a bridal portrait session or a dessert party? We did not do anything on the Disney property. Unfortunately, we weren't able to swing it with our schedules and what days we were taking. So we all met at the port the night before and went just out to one of the restaurants in, uh, in Cocoa Beach beforehand. So it was nothing fancy. That night, so we left on a Monday morning. That Sunday was actually the Super Bowl. So everybody everybody in Florida was watching the Super Bowl because it was in Miami this year. And so it was a, it was a madhouse, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> now, what did you do about hair and makeup on the ship? Because I know that now they, they usually have somebody who can do your hair, and now they're trying to have somebody who can do your makeup, but it's never guaranteed. 
Yeah, I I didn't count on there being a makeup person. I know that other brides had had some successes and some failures with getting that person on the ship. So I brought a bunch of my own makeup and uh, I had a few bridesmaids and they all brought their makeup. So during the getting ready part of the day, we were all doing each other's makeup. And it was like at one point, uh, just a fun bonding experience. But on the other hand, it was economical because we all did it ourselves. And for hair, I booked an appointment with the Senses Salon and Spa, and they were really prompt, right on time. They were incredibly professional, and I only had to tell the girl that I had. I can't remember her name, but she was great, and I only had to tell her a few things, and she was like, oh, I got you. I know what you're going for. And so my mom and I actually got our hair done at the salon at their first appointment they had, which I think was 8 a.m. Okay. And did you bring your own photographer? I did, yes. I knew the photographer I wanted to bring the second we had decided on doing a, a cruise wedding, and that was uh, Courtney Vaughn from Sugar, Sugar Peach Productions. Excuse me. She just has this really fun, colorful style that's really light and really bright and just really cute. And I was like, that's it. That's going to be our photographer. I really hope she has our dates available. And she did. And she was super easy to work with. She was super peppy. We ended up not even meeting her until the morning of, but she luckily knew the ship's locations really well. She had shot on the dream before, talking to you know a whole group of people that this was all of our first Disney cruise, so we didn't know anything left from right on the ship to begin with. I had just seen pictures online. And so it was really helpful to have somebody who knew the best locations for shooting and where the good lighting was. And then we ended up also doing another photo shoot on Castaway Key the next day when we, when we got there. Oh, that's great. Can you give my listeners an overview of how the day ran? Yeah. So we, we had reserved a concierge room. So we had a one bedroom suite on the concierge level, which if you can swing it, I would totally recommend that being one of the things that you splurge on because it was amazing. Typical Disney service is famous for being great, right? But the concierge service, you don't think it can get any better. And then you stay concierge on a Disney ship and you're like, holy moly, there was a whole nother level I didn't even know about. (laughs) So we had this incredible room and we woke up like at seven or so. And then AJ went down to his best man's room And they all got ready together. And then I had the girls come up to our room and we got ready and we have, you know, this big, beautiful patio. And we were in Nassau that day because it was the the day in Nassau and it was just gorgeous, really warm. So I was sweating a lot because, of course, my dress had sleeves, which makes no sense with the tropical theme, but whatever. (laughs) And so we got up and we were getting ready from probably around nine to 11 because I got my hair done that morning at eight with my mom. And then we got ready from nine to 11 and it was really laid back. You know, we had hours to get ready and I I wasn't anticipating on us having any time to go off the ship and actually explore Nassau at all. So we just kind of focused on being there and having the ship be our thing. And then Courtney came and took pictures and then we all got ready. I got in my dress. They got in their dresses. And then our coordinator on the ship, her name was Sarah, too. So we got along great. And so she came up to the room at like 1130, 1135, and then walked us all down to the atrium. And that's when I got to see it for the first time. And it, it really took my breath away because here it was like 
the one thing that I had really been hoping for, the atrium as the ceremony space. And it was all done up with the chairs and it was a beautiful day and there was hardly anybody there, but still a couple of people that were left on the ship. And I was just, wow, it's so beautiful and so excited. And then we all uh, lined up kind of over near the elevators behind the atrium for people who are more familiar with the layout of the ship. And then we had the ceremony and we all walked down the aisle and then we got up there to the lectern and one of the ship's officers performed their ceremony. We didn't do anything special, like we didn't do any reading our own vows because I had seen on one of the Disney Brides Facebook groups, someone had posted what the what the Disney officials say and I liked it. I was like, oh, this is this is pretty good. So we stuck with their script and we did that and the whole ceremony only takes, you know, 15-ish minutes. And then directly from there, we all were taken by our wedding coordinator to Evolution and we had our cake and champagne ceremony and the cake was all set up and the table was there and it was beautiful. Our cake was, it was the best cake I've ever had. I know Disney's famous for their cake and this is the first one I'd ever had. It was incredible. We had a red velvet cake with cookies and cream, buttercream. Oh my gosh. We <laughs> talk about that cake to this day. I am not even kidding you. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we extended the cake and champagne ceremony. So we were in there for like two and a half hours. And that was a lot of fun. There was one thing that ended up not really working out with the uh, cake and champagne with the party was that I had spent hours making our wedding playlist and the the guy that worked on the piano that was going to plug in my phone to the adapter to play it, they didn't have the right adapter because they had all stuff for the iPhones and I have a, a different phone and it was like, oh my gosh, no, where's the little, where's the little thing? Because we thought we had brought one and nobody could find it. And so we were like, oh my gosh, no. And at this point you're thinking, no, all those hours I spent making a playlist, everything is ruined. This is the worst thing ever. And Disney doesn't deal well with brides crying on their wedding day. <laughs> so they actually went and got the ship's DJ and had him come in and do the songs for the rest of the cake and champagne ceremony, which is just one of those little Disney magic extra service things that I don't think you get at many other places. They just kind of go the extra mile there to ensure that things don't go totally wrong and that you don't have a breakdown on your magical day. <laughs> <laughs> so how did he do it? Did he just look at what was on your phone and then find it in his own database or... He ended up just doing, like, I think all DJs have the the classic wedding playlist, and so he ended up doing that, and so there were a lot of similar songs. It wasn't exactly the playlist, of course, but it was it was good in what he did. So, of course, he played all the dance songs, you know, the cha-cha slide and the Cupid shuffle, you know, all of the, th- all the crowd pleasers, if you will. So it, it ended up working out fine. <laughs> After the cake and champagne ceremony, we went around the ship to take more pictures with the bridal party. And these ended up being some of my favorite pictures from the day because we ran into so many of the characters on the deck. And I I swear it's Courtney. She has a magic touch. The characters are just drawn to her because earlier when we were taking pictures, Captain Hook had come out. We were on uh, deck four where all the yellow lifeboats are. 
uh, Captain Hook had come out and he took pictures with all of us. And then later in the day, we met Max Goof, which a Goofy movie is one of my favorite movies ever. So that was huge. And then we had Chip and Dale in pictures and we had Goofy in pictures. I mean, there were just characters everywhere. It was just it was super incredible. And so those all that fun that fun atmosphere I was looking for for the pictures really turned out in uh, when we were taking pictures around the ship. So that was incredible. And then afterwards, we were like, oh, everybody just chill out until we all go to dinner later because we're going to go to dinner and then watch the fireworks. We ended up not going to dinner with all of our family and friends because in the concierge suites, you can order food from all of the different restaurants on the ship to your room. And that was awesome. So we ended up doing that instead. They came in and set up like all the pirate night stuff and we ordered food from everywhere. And then we went out and met all of our family and friends for fireworks and got a few pictures of those too. That's wonderful. What ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? That is a tough one. (laughs) I know everybody says that because all the entire day is supposed to be so great. (laughs) You can have more than one. <laughs> I loved our cake and champagne ceremony. I knew going into a cruise collection wedding that it was going to be, you know, less of that party reception atmosphere than we would have gotten with an at-home wedding. But it was exactly that party atmosphere. I, I thought that was something we were giving up with the cruise, and turns out we still got it and we had an open bar and so everybody was just having a really great time and we got to dance to all the songs and the light up dance floor. I mean, I know I mentioned it a couple times at this point, but it was just really, really cool and it really tied that whole party atmosphere together. So it turns out the thing that I thought I was giving up to do the cruise wedding was something that I got anyway. So I'm going to have to say that because everybody got up on that dance floor and danced. I mean, all of the dads were together dancing and everybody that was sitting down got up at one point to the point where nobody was sitting down. It was it was a really fun time. <laughs> now, you mentioned the snafu with the music from the phone. Was there anything else that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected? That honestly was the one big one because everything else it it went so seamlessly and they do these all the time and so they're so professional when they go through the timeline with you and nothing ever felt like I was super pressed for time like I never felt like I was late to anything because they show up at your door and there's not many other places you could be when they need you to be down for the ceremony and other than that I would just say the walking there's like if you get formal pictures done on that big beautiful staircase there's this weird interlude between the end of the ceremony and at what point everyone is supposed to go to the reception space. So especially a bunch of people that have never been on the ship before. So we're like, we don't know where we're going. Hmm. Um, So there's definitely like a weird five minute time where everybody's kind of looking around. They're still there where the ceremony was happening, like standing next to their chairs thinking, what do we do now? But that it was over super quickly. As soon as we were done all of our formal pictures, we were like, okay, let's party. I see. And then you led them to the reception site. Yes. Got it. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about, but then it turned out not to be? There was a lot of concern on meeting spaces since none of us knew 
the layout of the ship or how far away our rooms were going to be from each other and how we were going to communicate. But as long as you download the My Disney Experience app and as soon as you all get on the ship, like get everybody's contact information in there because that is super useful being able to essentially text your friends on the ship and text your family members so that they can contact you that way so that you don't have to depend on the wave phones, which can be kind of spotty and their batteries can die really quickly. Yeah, I would say that making sure you download that app and having it accessible is crucial because otherwise we would have been all over the ship not knowing where anybody was at any point in time. So that was, yeah, I'd say I was a little bit worried about communication with everyone going into it. And it ended up not being that bad with that app. Great. Is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning? Definitely having that adapter accessible. This is <laughs> this is what AJ said. The one thing he wanted in the podcast was put it in the groomsman's pocket. If it's important, put it in the groomsman's pocket. <laughs> otherwise, you're not going to be able to get to it on the day of. So I would definitely say if there's something important, put it in someone's pocket. That's a great tip. Now, do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney Cruise couples? Perhaps people who have had their event postponed by the pandemic and they're wondering if they should wait till the cruise line comes back or if they should just elope or any advice like that? That is a great question, Carrie, because these are such unprecedented times that we're dealing with. And first of all, I am so so sorry from the bottom of my heart for the people that have had to postpone their celebrations and being with their friends and being with their family or just being with each other um, because it is such a fun experience I can say that AJ and I we had been married almost a year we went to the courthouse and got married before we went on our cruise wedding and so for us, we knew going into our marriage that we were going to have those two separate pieces of it. And I can tell you that it doesn't take away any of the magic of having a Disney cruise wedding. There is, for us personally, there was nothing lesser about celebrating months later than it would have been if that would have been the first time we got married. It's still was so awesome to say, even if they were the Disney scripted vows, it was still awesome to do that and have that moment in front of our family and friends. And it's, it's really something that was worth waiting for just to do that, even though we were already legally married and it was a lot, a lot of fun. And so I know that it's really hard for people right now to just have no idea what they're going to do moving forward. But if being married is what you want to do, then go get married. And if you want to wait, then do that too. I mean, nobody knows your relationship better than you do. So whatever works the best for your relationship and your marriage, then then follow your heart because it's really going to tell you what you should do. That's great advice. Well, Sarah, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in having a wedding or a vow renewal aboard the Disney Cruise Line, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you, Carrie. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, 
check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>